0: Welcome to the Industry Insights by SAP podcast series. I'm delighted to host this podcast and share key trends and innovations for each of the 25 industries we serve. At SAP, we like to say that we speak the language of our customers, and this language is industry. We've been supporting all industries for more than 50 years now, and it's exciting to launch this podcast and discuss with industry experts the business value that they get from our solutions. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Industry Insights Podcast by SAP. My name is Tom Raftery, and with me on the show today, I have my special guest, Lisa. Lisa, welcome to the show. Would you like to introduce yourself?
1: Thank you, Tom. It's great to be here. I'm Lisa Ski tatum founder and CEO of Landit. Uh, our goal at Landit is to increase the success and engagement of women and diverse groups in the workplace. So really happy to be here.
0: Superb. And so, very noble aim how are you going about doing it lisa
1: yeah well maybe we're starting with how did i actually come to uh deciding to start Landit? and like every entrepreneur it comes from trying to solve your own pain point and Landit was mine so uh i'm a chemical engineer by training which means my teenage boys think i know something about math and science and i started life off in engineering and product development at procter and gamble Got recruited away to join a startup. That's where I caught the bug and never looked back. But realized after I joined a company that launched 634 products in one year, not that I was counting, (laughs) that I wanted to do that for more people. Uh, But I didn't know what that looked like. And someone said, Well, what about venture capital? I'm like, Well, what is that? I would love to do that. And they (laughs) said, Well, the one noble thing is yes, that you want to do it, but Lisa, you don't have any networks. So your only chance of getting in is to go back to where they meant lots of VCs. So I applied to business school and I got in, thankfully, and I went back and gave up everything to actually enter this world of venture capital, and after a decade, I didn't want to do that anymore, and I didn't know what I wanted to do, and everyone expected me to know, including myself, and it felt a little uncomfortable, to to put it mildly, because no one walks around any organization saying, I don't know what to do next, or I'm not sure, you know, what my confidence level is, because there's a social cost to doing so, so we suffer inside So as I was going through this transition of what do I do, I knew what I didn't want to do, but I had no idea what was around the corner or how I could make that happen. And I realized that if it was challenging for me, it must seem insurmountable for others because Mm -hmm. I had folks that were supporting me and I couldn't live with the status quo anymore. And I looked and I said, you know, women in diverse groups are the largest untapped, underutilized resource that organizations have. And that they weren't engaging, not because they didn't want to, but because they didn't know where to start and they didn't know what they didn't know. And even if they did, they didn't have the access. So we set out to create a platform to actually change that narrative, change that reality, and hopefully re-landscape what the workplace looks like for everyone.
0: Okay. So what um, do we do? <laughs> exactly. My next question. How do you do that? If I am a, I know this is a stretch. If I am a woman of color in a diverse landscape, how are you going to help me?
1: Indeed. Well, I'll say two things. One, we aren't just for women or people of color. We don't make tools for women. We make tools for success. The difference, to your point, is about access. So we know that so many organizations focus on intake, which is really important, but equally important is what happens when someone gets there. Do they stay? Do they thrive? Do they progress? So when we see this pervasive thinning out throughout the organization, all the way up to the board level, we realize that it's really about access. So what we do, Is we take everything that would typically be reserved for the very top of the pyramid, and most of us are not at the top of the pyramid or still in our way, and kind of this one-size-fits-one, where each and every person can have what they need in the palm of their hands with the things that matter, but it is personalized for them. So it's things like access to the most incredible ICF-certified coaches. It's helping people figure out how to craft their personal board of advisors and who are the five seats. It is meeting them where they are with the curated recommendations, whether it be content or skill development or actually um, opportunities within an organization, but it's portable. So it's pathing them forward one step at a time. So, Tom, what your playbook may look like is not what mine will look like. And we realize that when you give people what they need when they need it, that indeed is how they land it, because it's about that navigation, if you will.
0: Okay, and hence the name Land It.
1: Indeed. In fact, the former global head of PR helped me name the, for Nike, helped me name the company. So, uh, you know, it had to have the word it in it, number one. But number two, it's about action. And it's about how each and every person defines what they need in order to bring the full measure of themselves to the workplace. But being able to do that in a turnkey way is how we can meet each and every person where they are, but do it at scale for our partners.
0: Yeah, so that was but I was going to ask, how do you do it at scale?
1: Indeed. Well, that's the beauty of technology and how you can leverage that for access and for the personalization. And so even though we have the scaffolding, what the individual member may put in, it's all about them and where they are and the portability. Because many times, maybe you join an organization and you're in a group and you get lots of love and lots of snacks, and then you move on (laughs) to the next one, and maybe not so much. So with our technology, we can use not only our tools, but also our AI and the pathing to do that in a way that all of our partners or the only thing our partners have to do is give us an email. That's it. And then with that, they can touch as many lives uh, throughout the organization, whether it's, you know, here in the US or, or globally, we're in over 70 countries, but it's really about giving that knitting together and that pathing, which allows us to do that. So very effective, but also very efficient, giving leverage to the folks that we partner with. Okay, and
0: who are your customers? I'm not asking you to name specific yeah. customers, but I mean, are your customers the uh, the women? Are your customers the organizations they work for? Who who you? Yeah, who who are your customers?
1: Indeed. So uh, we work for we'll start with the organizations themselves. So we have Fortune 500 companies. We have high growth technology companies. We also have uh, nonprofits, leading global nonprofits. So because it is that one size fits one, we can go all the way up to one of our partners. That's a, a Fortune 50 company all the way down to a startup. In terms of who do we interact with and who are we partnering with, it ranges from business leaders. So sometimes it's the the CEO of the C-suite to the head of L&D or the head of DEI or an employee or colleague resource group. So it depends on who has the mission and the vision and who is driving that in terms of where we start. But what we often find is even though we may start with a group, there's a very large uh, multinational pharmaceutical company where we started with their women and all of their other employee resource groups, Black, Latinx, LGBTQIA, et cetera. And then we expand it to all of marketing and sales and product development and product supply because quite frankly this is the way the world is going you have to meet people where they are you have to give them what they need you have to invest earlier and often if you want to be able to retain but also unleash the talent and the special skills that we all bring to the workplace so we have a diversity of partners and diversity ways in which we partner with our partners if you will
0: okay okay Are there any metrics you can speak to, any outcomes, any customer references you can talk about?
1: Indeed. And as you know, what gets measured gets done. And that's also the beauty of having a technology platform. So, The things that we see is accelerated time to value in terms of retention. We see anywhere from a 30 to 40% increase there. Mobility, sometimes that's a new position, sometimes it's a lateral move. We're definitely operating in a lattice environment, if you will, and we see on average in a pretty short period of time, anywhere from 25 to 50% in terms of mobility. But also engagement, because it's hard for people to be engaged when they don't feel as if they have the support or the access or even know what step to take. And so when you meet them and when the organization says not, here's this landed thing, if you so choose, but more of a we are investing in you that's when we see people really start to be activated and taking full advantage. So when we see engagement, not only in the platform, but also our partners can look and see, okay, well, how does the landed group do vis-a-vis what we've seen historically? And we're talking magnitudes of difference. And that's the beauty because you fundamentally have to believe that talent is distributed, but opportunity is not. And so then how do you bring that to each and every person? And that's what we do.
0: Okay, lovely. At the start, you mentioned that it's underutilized resources you're talking about, really. So if you are helping these underutilized resources, these people who are underutilized, if you're Mm -hmm. helping them achieve greater outcomes for their work that has to be a huge benefit for the organizations themselves who haven't been utilizing these resources to their full is is i know this is really difficult to try and you know measure but is there any way of measuring the the benefit to the organizations themselves
1: well absolutely and this is a case where it's a win-win you mentioned in the beginning kind of who's at the center the individual is at the center but when the individual is Firing in all cylinders and bringing the full measure themselves and moving the business forward and not churning, that is a competitive and economic advantage to the organization. So this isn't a zero-sum game. It's a win-win for everyone. And what we find is organizations want to do it, right? They recognize, they've articulated the action, but they just haven't had the means to do that, as I said, and kind of that one-size-fits-one, because the workplace has spoken, right? One-size-fits-all doesn't work. If it did, we wouldn't have the largest number of professional, educated women and diverse groups not fully participating in the workplace or feeling undervalued or not having opportunities. Or maybe they land, no pun intended, a new opportunity, but now they're not supported. Right. So it really is about not only taking care of the individual, but also how do you enable them to move the business forward in a world where we have to be more agile, where we've had to pivot and think about how do we offer operate in a very different way, and I believe that's why we have been able to expand and grow with so many different types of leading organizations, because they realize it begins with the people, right? The people and the organizations that win are those that invest in and bring the most out of their, I hate the word employees, so I like to call them colleagues, right? Employees seem so 1990s, but yes. (laughs) And and
0: one issue you hear a lot about in the workplace, uh, apart from diversity and inclusion, is the, the the likes of imposter syndrome. Is that is that a big issue for people as well?
1: Yes, and it is for everyone. Um, I would say. 90 plus percent of us at some point in our career have felt either as if, man, are they going to find out I'm a fraud or maybe I don't (laughs) have everything that I need. And so a lot of it is confidence and a lot of it also is about navigation. And so when you think about what we do, it's not like we just say, oh, here's a course and oh, make sure you have a sponsor. And here's an amazing ICF certified coach. But it's also what are the steps that you have to take? Most of us are not born. Most mere mortals don't enter the world. Knowing exactly what steps to take in our career. And it's not scalable to give kind of that one on one human advice. So, how do we do that in a way that moves people forward, that gives them the confidence, the increased ability to navigate? Because sometimes it's not necessarily, I want a new role. It is, I want to do my best work where I am. I want to have a better working relationship. I want to have the confidence. And we hear this all the time. In fact, one of the things I'm most proud of is that. I get to hear almost on a daily basis how we impact someone's trajectory. Things they thought were impossible are now possible. Uh, Someone told us um, two weeks ago, uh, we were just doing a debrief, and they actually happened to be our sponsor, and they said, you know, I just want you to know, Lisa, that they created a new role for me. And this is something that I have been thinking about for years, but it was by leveraging my coach and thinking about my executive presence and taking this course that not only did I have the confidence, but I could Actually, then have the script and kind of the navigation support of my coach to go in and make the ask. And literally, I was like, this is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. But it's really about people want to succeed, right? They want yeah, to do so. their best. But I just think historically, it just hasn't been structured in a way where you can meet each person where they are with the things that they need in a scalable way that doesn't kind of crush. Everyone's uh, capacity, if you will. But when the organizations that do, the results are almost immediate. Even things like NPS. So we track net promoter score because that's a very consumer employee slash colleague experience to look at it. And I think organizations have to switch with increased worker voice, with the fact that, again, people have choices. So we have right. to start treating them as partners right as investors so that when they win the organization wins
0: yeah particularly now in times of when we've got this great resignation taking place
1: indeed indeed and it's actually one of the pieces of advice that we give uh, organizations is you have to be bold. You know, your actions have to match the commitment. And as you said, with the great resignation, with the she session that's going on, and the fact that people have choices, this is not the time to say, "Eh, I'm going to do a little thing over here, or let's just wait and see. And, you know, let's have more conversations and things like that. They have to be bold because the expectations now are that organizations are going to be more fruitful and more intentional with their investment. Mm -hmm.
0: One of the big advantages that people get out of the likes of a university education isn't always the education itself, it's the kind of network that you generate while you're partaking in the education. Uh, sometimes Indeed. in the bar, for example. <laughs> is or there the something-
1: library, yes. Or the library,
0: oh, sorry, the library, yes. What am I saying? It's <laughs> my <Some laughs> Irish roots coming out there. <laughs> is Is there something like that? Is there an alumnus organisation of landed uh, graduates, for, for, for want of a better expression?
1: Yeah, so it's interesting. So I would answer that in two ways, because you're exactly right most folks think, you know, as long as, you know, I have the skills and I put my head down and work really, really hard, things are going to happen. And that's actually not how the world works. It's really about who are you surrounding yourself with in terms of an ecosystem. So one of the features that is unique to landed that is extremely impactful is this notion of building your board of advisors. Most of us, if we think about, okay, well, I need someone to bounce off ideas, et cetera. We think about a mentor. Uh, the challenge with that is that most of us will walk up to someone and say, you know, will you be my mentor? Uh, One, it's slightly creepy, and two, it's really, really heavy, right? (laughs) And so what we say is you have to think about who's occupying five different seats. The mentor, this is your career strategist, uh, you're bouncing ideas off, you're driving the relationship, and probably lots of frequency of touch. The sponsor, which is the difference maker, which most of us don't have. This is someone who's talking about you. This is someone who has a seat at the table and is opening doors that perhaps you didn't even know existed. But then you need the connector, someone who knows everyone in the library or the bar, and they're Mm. willing to spend some of that social and political capital on your behalf. Or the point expert, because no one knows everything. So who's accelerating, accelerating your knowledge, if you will? The challenge is, we often don't know, let's just say, Tom, if you were my sponsor, I may not know, well, how often do I reach out to Tom? And when I do, what am I talking to him about? And so we've automated a lot of that relationship building to help people have the right ask of the right person at the right frequency of touch. So to your point, the first thing is, before you go out there and say, I need a network, you have to realize what role do people play and how do you do the proper care and feeding? And so to your other point about is there a alumni network, okay, that's on the vision board for sure. What (laughs) we find is within organizations, many times they will launch in a cohort. So whether it would be a function or a particular division, or maybe it's an employee resource group, et cetera, well, then they're now tied together because they have a common experience. And one of the things that we provide in addition to the platform are our virtual webinars where you can convene around a topic. Mm -hmm. I think the challenge many times is that people can Convene, but people don't like to convene for the sake of convening. That just leads mm. to frustration. But when you're able to say, OK, we're going to talk today about uh, communicating to be heard or managing up, down and sideways. Well, now you have people that are going through an experience and now you have the framework to start to develop those relationships. So, yes, People are very important and a very important part of what we do. And I believe that many times when people think about technology, they forget about the human. And that's why the coaching is important. That's why building the board is so important and helping people form these all-important linkages because no one gets ahead or achieves success on their own. You have to have a squad, as my kids say. Well, they used to. Now they say, Mom, that's so corny. But yes, they have to have have people around them that are all in on this. You know, people who are on Team Tom or Team Lisa, you know, really important.
0: Okay. And you spoke about the vision board. So what what else is on that vision board? Where to from here? What's next?
1: Indeed. So I'm very famous for saying world domination because that's the goal. (laughs) There's not a person I've ever encountered that says, no, I don't want career success, or no, I don't want opportunity. (laughs) And so what we're working on is making sure that what we do in terms of our our partners and, and our development continues to meet our commitment of meeting people where they are and propelling them forward. And in terms of our partners, global expansion continued. So we give our partners a turnkey way to have a uniform but personalized investment wherever their colleagues may be. So we continue to expand globally. We continue to expand within organizations, as I mentioned. So it's not just women. It's not just people of color. And, yes, it's women and people of color. <laughs> it is anyone and everyone that wants to move forward in their career so we got a few things on the drawing board if you will
0: cool where do i sign up
1: (laughs) Hey, sending you the link right now tom
0: (laughs) (laughs) phenomenal phenomenal lisa we're coming towards the end of the podcast now is there any question i haven't asked that you wish i had or any aspect of this that we haven't touched on that you think it's important for people to think about
1: Well, I would just reinforce what we spoke about before, the importance of acting, the importance of being inclusive. The importance of investing earlier and often, uh, really, really important. And as you said before, it's not a zero-sum game. It is when the individual wins, the organization wins. So this is the fastest way to not only keep the people that you work so hard to get in the door, but also to see that to fruition in terms of business impact. So we're here and we're ready. And we're willing to partner with amazing uh, organizations around the globe.
0: Phenomenal. Phenomenal. Lisa, if people want to know more about yourself or about Landit or about any of the topics we discussed today, where would you have me direct them?
1: Yes, landed.com or uh, at Lisa Ski Tatum. And we have all the information there. We're very friendly people here at Landed. So happy to share more and also um, talk about how we partner with others. So, landed.com.
0: Phenomenal. Lisa, that's been great. Thanks a million for coming on the podcast today.
1: Thank you so much, Tom.
0: Thank you for listening to the Industry Insights by SAP podcast. If you want to explore our industry portfolio to find the solutions you need to run your business better, faster and simpler, please visit us at sap.com slash industries.